baby, baby. Uh, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine, salt and pepper and heavy. Well, if it isn't another episode of Flourish Heavy with my boy Joshua Peck, mommy, mommy, I, I, young <laughs> Jews flourishing. Former Fat Boy Club. Former Fat Boy Club. Um, quick shout out to Lifehouse. Quick shout out to Health Aid Kombucha. Yes. For just coming through for your boy. Yeah, with the recent hookup. With the recent hookup through you, actually. This and through Jason, the assistant. Love hearing that. Yes. Du- double whammy. Health Aid. Thank you. I have family, well, family friends who are in the Health Aid family. Ah. That work for the, at the mothership, at the, at the headquarters, there you, you might go. say. There you go. Shout out Darius. Shout, shout out Darius. I just mentioned it because, you know, Lifehouse and Health Aid, two things that really help me thrive. People always ask. And that's Health Aid, BioK, Lifehouse. Oh, what's this that I'm meeting now? <laughs> so, dude, I have changed. I am really eating, what did I bring to the studio? Organic antioxidant trail mix. I, can I give a, in watching you through your social media, can I give what I believe is a play-by-play of an eating day for heavy? Of course. Wake up. Uh, okay. Straight to Lifehouse. Straight to, um, sometimes by okay, health aid first at home. Okay, buy okay health aid first at home. Yep. Then run in with pizza. Yes. Then, which is a local hiking, beautiful mountain hike a in mountain. the Hollywood Hills. People call me a pussy because I hike. I don't call think me a pussy so. all you want. Also, knock you out on the ice playing hockey or dunk on you on the basketball court. Yeah, but my but man I, likes to have a contemplative walk. Yes, I like to. I like to stop and Bake. take a moment to yeah. just for myself and for pizza. And there's there's attractive women who walk right oh in. Oh my god! It's like smoke they, shows. It's like they release them every fifteen minutes on the hour. Yes, yes. And I've reached a point of comfortability and self confidence where I cannot wear a shirt. Of course, despite my little hairy shoulders. Listen, and it's a nice. It's I'm getting sun. It's people don't don't hate on Runyon out there, people. So I think. You you finish running straight to Lifehouse. Straight to Lifehouse. We're talking some sort of juice. A couple like uh, a restore shot and an immunity shot. Right. Restore has chlorophyll in it, which is like vegetables, which I don't eat. Smart. Often. Okay. And then- Chlorophyll is the oxygen carrier in vegetables, I believe. <laughs> chlorophyll? Okay. More like borophyll. You know, I did some reading on the sets of Drake and Josh. I wasn't just fucking around. I'm not just another child star. I know but things. I, I really I really have no fucking idea, to be completely honest. What chlorophyll I know, is? I know, it's, I know it's dark green. It's an oxygenating thing. <coughs> it's very healthy for you. I'm sure. Maybe. I've been told. Exactly. Could be. Exactly. I don't even... Honestly, <laughs> I don't even know if any of this stuff's healthy. I'm just... I feel... But I feel good. No. You know, I feel I, really good. I don't know if any of it's healthy, but then I feel like, so you like knock out this crazy healthy beginning and then lunch is like sort of a middle ground. Like I'm talking to Jones on third sandwich. Yes. Maybe soup and a sandwich. He's into it. Perhaps. I love how you always, soup and sandwich. I love the way that you just said that. Yeah. A soup soup and, and a sandwich. Why not? Like that's a very, 
nice thing to have. I feel like that's like the official meal of old Jews. Yes, Once soup and a sandwich. You you hit a certain age. You you hit a certain you hit a chord there when you said that. Yeah, like soup and a sandwich. Soup right? and a sandwich. Like come over, have soup and a sandwich. That's the most inviting thing I think anybody could ever say to somebody. It just feels warm. Oh, warm. yeah, yeah. So wait. Okay, continue. And then I believe dinner is some fucking blowout. Yes. I'm talking some like chicken parm, pasta, Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue. I'm talking like fried sushi, like crispy rice, Uh uh eel sauce everywhere. Yes. Not just on the plate, but on your body. Unagi on my chest. And then you're going to follow it up. I'm talking like some artisanal ice cream (laughs) joint. (laughs) This is like a perfect day. Yeah, this is you. a day. Right. This is the perfect day. And and almost, I'm going to venture to say every day. I'll pretty much. Most you know, days. Only when that overdraft starts catching up to me. <laughs> <laughs> Chase Bank on the other line. No, but no. Yes, yes. Mr. Heavy is not available, <laughs> Chase Bank. Decline. One more hand roll, please. <laughs> Solid. Flourish. You go into overdraft for expensive sushi. Uh, Chase fucks you. If you use your card in overdraft, any charge you use on your card, you get a $35 charge from Chase. Wow. It's like an insufficient funds charge. Wow. That's brilliant. Which is something that I read about. <laughs> That's never Don't happened know about to Heavy. It from experience, didn't happen 15 times. No, but um, I, I recently had like, I had to open up a bank account for some reason to qualify for something at a bank, but I never put any money into it. So slowly but surely, I started accruing these penalties Fees. for having zero dollars uh, in there. Oh my God. And I think after four months, it was like up to $95. We're literally doing nothing. nothing. <laughs> and I, so I said, I got to close this account. I'm going to go in and talk to them. And I was sort of resigned at that fact. I was like, at that point, I was like, I screwed up. I would procrastinate it on this. This is how banks work. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go in there and blow my top or try to negotiate. Like, fuck it. I'm going to give the $90 and no better for next time. Mm-hmm. And I go in and I'm talking to the woman who works there who was lovely and Thank God she recognized me from Drake and Josh. hey Because all of a sudden, I'm like, so what's the best way for me to pay this? American Express or will you take a check? And she goes, oh, you didn't even use the account. We'll just waive these fees. Wow. And I was like, I'm famous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was $95. Like, I was like, I'm, I, I, we the did bank it. waived this fee. I'm Fucking relevant. I can't. I can't <laughs> I, wait until I get to that point. It was so small, and the reality is, I am so R list, fucking W list no, celebrity. No, but like people know who the. Come on, those are the small moments where I'm like, like, oh, there's humanity has. This a is chance. incredible. Yeah, like thank you. Like finally, I'm being recognized for 20 years in this goddamn business. I'm not paying a bank fee ever. So proud. Ninety five dollars saved, earned. Oh my god. There's like these small things because I really am not famous in any way and I, I sound like a douche think, going through my I ears. Think, I think though that you like, you really are. People do know who you are. They do. But they know who Scott Bayo is too. Who's who's that? <laughs> it's a no, fucking honestly. Charles in charge. Like they know who- I, I still don't know. You know him. I know him you know if I saw him. Recently, he's been more relevant because he became like this total right-wing kook who spoke oh, at God. Trump's- uh, 
at the Republican National Convention. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But nevertheless, <laughs> it's like there are these small moments where to most other people that it would be like nothing. Like, you know, Jennifer Lawrence is getting $100,000 in free Dior every other day. I mean, I'm just venturing to guess. <laughs> but like if I get to a hotel and check-in is at 3 but I, you know, can flash a smile to the girl behind the desk and, and she knows like who I am. 11 a.m. And yeah, it's like 1230. And uh, she's like, you know what? We actually do have a room that's available. I'm like, I'm the most famous person on the planet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting into the Hyatt three hours early. <laughs> time to collect my chips. <laughs> I'm checking into the Marriott Courtyard mad early, <laughs> dude. Yo, so, yo. Free breakfast. Please wait. So I've got so many Marriott points. Let's let's talk about a couple things I want to talk about. Please, one, you yourself have your own podcast that just launched. I do. That's called Curious. 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 And I know the first episode's with John Stamos. Stamos. In case you don't know who John Stamos is, right? Look it up. That's real famous. That's real. Well, yes. That's yes. real. That, deal. If you don't know John Stamos, then you're living under a rock. What are you doing with yourself? Exactly. Did you and not you, have a childhood? Exactly. And you don't have really nice hair. You don't know what a really nice head of hair is. True. Still. Um, you, your head of hair is, is thriving on a whole other level. It's all right. Yeah. I'm yeah. blessed. Yeah. Blessed. Um, so I'm so excited Like for Thank you. you. You know, like- I think that we have great conversations and great. I know we almost, you know, we almost came together, but we didn't. And now you've got your own thing and it's happening and it's a beautiful thing. And you've got, you were saying that you have episodes in the bank. Yeah. Well, both of us, I mean, look at us. We're podcasters. We're trying. We're hosts. We're hosts. This is like Letterman and Leno if they had their own podcast. I mean, we we deserve to speak our opinions. I think so. Yeah. I think the world wants to know. The world wants to know um, well, that, you, that we check into hotels at 1230 instead of three. Listen, what can I say? What can you know, we say? You, you work hard enough and maybe it could be you too. Yes. <laughs> um, first of all, I hope that you'll be on it I, oh, a lot. Are you kidding me? I, I need to be on it. Like I, I just dropped from 12.2 thousand followers to 12.1. No. Yes. That's okay. That's not your fault. I know, but I'm like, I've been hovering at 12 point. I'm like, I'm like, when's, when, when am I going to, when's it going to, when am I going to come through the smoke and break through yeah, my 12.2? When's the world going to get hip exactly. to what you have to offer? Exactly. You know? I, um, that is sometimes um, Instagram doing a, fil- like going in and looking at all the fake followers. I've and- been blocking a lot of people too. That's, yeah, lately. sure. Good for you. Yeah. Well, if you, like, I just like for my ex-girlfriends, I feel like if it's like, it looks like a fake account, I'm like, this is an ex-girlfriend. So I'm just going to block it. You think you have ex-girlfriends following you with fake accounts? Yes. God bless. Yes. Do you want to name any of them? I know for a fact there's one. I don't want to say her name. Diane. No. (laughs) Close. (laughs) Linda. Close. Rachel. Close. The first two were closer. Really? Because they were like country names. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Deirdre. No. Donna. No. Annabeth. Started with an M. Mary Beth. Polly. Okay, this is getting too close. close. Um, what, what do you think is the psychology behind having a ghost account to stalk an ex? You know, I'm really actually happy that you talked about this. And 
it's another thing that it's touching on that we'll talk about after it. I think it's that, well, no, actually it leads into this. Mm. I think that, I don't know why, but it's a huge thing that everybody does. Everybody, when they break up, just wants to stunt on their ex. Right. You hear it in music, stunting on my ex, bitch. Um, you hear it. You just see it. Like when, when people, like, and people will go one or two ways after the breakup. You know, they're either fall into a heap of depression and start overeating or doing whatever, going out or fucking everybody. I don't need an excuse to overeat. Yes. No, yeah. me neither. I don't need a breakup to overeat. No, I'm, I'm doing that every day. Right. Um, but, and, and everyone's just obsessed with putting on an image as though they don't care. Right. Or as though they're doing, so, or as though they're, they're doing so much better without the partner now. Right. And I just think it's a facade. And there's a lot of um, just that. And, and so people will go to the extent, for, and I'm going to tell a story after this to, to explain it too. Please. Um, to the extent of creating a fake account so that they can still see what's going on in your life, but they don't want you to know that they still care. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So like, for example, uh, one of my ex-girlfriends who I actually really, really liked and I remember I, I hadn't seen her for like a really long time. And I went out and I saw her. And it was the first time I'd seen her in like a year. And I was getting out of an Uber. Yikes. And she was getting into an Uber. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. A meeting of the Ubers. A meeting of the Ubers was like crossing paths. And I was like, hey, yelled her name like she saw me. And got into the Uber and left. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Didn't acknowledge you. Didn't acknowledge me, but she she might really not have known who it was. Possible. It was at night. Yes, fully possible. So okay. I was like, thought nothing of it. Then I go to the club, whatever. And then I leave and I go to my friend's house who's having like people over after. Right. And as I'm walking. Call it what it was. It was a It was an after party. It was group <laughs> sex. Yeah, a, a huge orgy. Okay. <laughs> Massive orgy. Right. Lots of snacks. Hot Cheetos. Well, it was a Tuesday. Waterfalls. <laughs> Waterfalls. <laughs> Okay, okay, <laughs> blank check. Okay, blank check's a great movie. Anyways. Um, Quarter waters and starburst. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and then uh, saw her at the after party and like literally like we saw each other and she didn't even take a moment to like give me a hug or just have like a, just give me a hug and like just say hi. Like she was like, hey, I'm leaving. Like I gotta go. And it was like, just quickly like, like, Almost like when you're like seeing someone at a subway and like they need to catch their like stop, you right. know? And the next day I just kind of woke up and was like, you know what? I really don't want to see this girl's Instagram anymore. I have no interest. I'm going to unfollow this girl because even when I see, because I haven't seen her in a year. Right. And when I, even when I do see her in person, she's not even going to like, I can't even have like just, if she had just taken 15 like seconds to just be like, are you okay? So look, at, look at me in the eyes and be like, Hey, like, is everything okay? Miss you. Like, hope everything's good. That's like, always a tough one, right? Though, with an ex, when they look at you, like, are you okay? I, is but, everything okay? I know. It's I like, know. Stop but, looking but into my soul. Me, but just give me that, like, for a second. Right. Let me look into your soul for one moment. And then, and, anyway, you know, I still yeah, want to follow. Go on about your way. Head over to so Chick fil A. So then I unfollowed her and didn't hear anything of it. But then about a week later, saw her best friend. And she said, oh, things mad at you. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because you unfollowed her. And I said, I saw her in person and she wouldn't even take a minute to, why would I want to follow her on Instagram anymore? Fuck off. You know? So, 
And so, so. And what was the friend's explanation? Did she have your back? No, she, she yeah, play? she was just like, I totally understand it. And so, so obviously what? she, she unfollowed me when I unfollowed her, but I, and I don't give a fuck to watch her story, but I what know for a fact. Well, <laughs> exactly. But she, she, for sure, if she wanted to watch my story is watching it from a fake account. That's why I say ex-girlfriends watch my, my, wow. my story. Well, first of all, your stories are fire. It's true. And so it would be upsetting to first lose you as my romantic partner and <laughs> yes. then have to lose the sheer entertainment of these stories. Of your IG story. Uh, my, oh, the, the stories. Uh, yes. I mean, I've feet. really been able, because you don't want to know what? It's the only content that I've been able to put out. Like, both, I've sold two shows, haven't gone to air. This podcast is something that I put out that's like finding its voice. But. I ha- I I recorded a song called Uber Pool recently. Right. <laughs> I used to do stand up, which is my content, but I haven't like released content to the people, with the exception of my story on Instagram, for right. f- years. So it's something that I control. I and like we've talked about this about social media, how you control it yourself. There's no one telling you what to do, and the response I get from it is so great that I'm like, you know what? My time to be on the big screen or on the YouTube or the link or the TV show will come. And until then, I'm going to continue to entertain these five to 1,200 people who watch the story. Yeah. And you'll never know, right? Like we won't know for another 20 or 30 years if you were- If I'll ever make it in this show business. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. <laughs> but like if you were the guy, the television star in the 40s who was trying desperately to get on the radio, right? Like that's the precarious time that we're in. It's incredible. That, I mean that, and and I don't think it's that black and white, but- Inevitably, it's like, yeah, you're like a talky film star that wishes he was Buster Keaton or Charlie yeah, Chaplin. Yeah. And and so, like, the medium is changing and you don't quite know. Like, for me, too, because the way we grew up, we're a similar age. Like, our heroes were the traditional movie television stars, especially a stand-up. And, and Mitch Hedberg had that great joke about how, like, stand-up is the only thing that you get really good at. And then people go, awesome. Are you good at something else? <laughs> like you get really good at it and they go, be in a TV show. <laughs> this is this is another thing that I want to talk about that I did like, I mean, I know you started in stand-up when you were younger. Right. But you just got you just got back from tour. Yeah, well, I'm I've been doing these college gigs that I don't sell as stand-up because I'm smart enough to A, I have such an appreciation for what stand-up is and mm-hmm. what it requires. Yep. The grind of going up two, three times a night, of six course. nights a week. Of course. So I just sell it as like a Q&A and then I go to these colleges and I'm lucky enough to have these audiences and these kids who grew up with me and sometimes it's a couple hundred at um, at a college's Hillel, which is their Jewish okay. chapter. Okay. So I get to go see my 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 Hebrew brethren mm-hmm. um, and then sometimes it's like 1,200 people at Fordham the other week. And Fuck yeah. And it's just great because I get up and I speak with a moderator and they'll ask me questions and then will I'll just you, do bits. Will you do a heavy sets? Stand up? Yeah. At a club? Yeah. No. No. Okay. I mean, it ter- because it because I know what I'm doing is walking into a winning room mm-hmm. of people that want to see me. Mm-hmm. And what if we don't promote you? Yeah, me, maybe. Maybe okay, I'll there get up you and go. do a few minutes. There you go. I guess we would see. There you go. But if you want to come this Sunday, you can. We want it'll be a secret. Well, it's so terrifying. 
Not at all. I, I wanted. I, I hadn't have a, have done a it story. in years, but it would be it would be fun. But come, come, come whenever you you're whenever you want. Unpromoted, you're more than welcome to do five, ten, whatever you want. Love you. Thank Love you. Love you too. Of course. I just get up and do 45 minutes. What if I got up and did 45 minutes of, I would love fire to see material. your reaction. 45 minutes of like fire, like Netflix worthy I'd be special. Like, I'd be like, dude. Would your we, face melt? I, yeah, I know. I'd be, so, I'd be like, where have you, where has this been? And then what if I got up and did like 40 minutes of garbage, hot garbage shit and like, Eight minutes in, you're like, oh my God, what <laughs> I have to intervene. You no, would, no, no. I know the move you would do. You would get up I on the stage. The you would hug me. Yeah. And you would like pry the microphone out of my hand. You'd be like, love yeah, you, dude. Up, time's like, up. that's awesome. Time's up. That time's was amazing. Up, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're you I think you would be a great stand-up. You've so many, so much, so much to talk about, you know? I guess I have shit to talk about. I think, and I think this is something that a stand-up realizes later on once they've really hit that like sort of legendary status well not legend but like after someone's been doing it for over a decade yeah they know what they're doing and it's no longer i find it's no longer bits so much as it's i have a funny way of looking at life Mm -hmm. and i have a strong opinion about people places and things yes and trusting that their perspective is funny. funny and like you know, that's why Bill Burr and Dalia can so like rant fun. for an hour on their podcast. Bill Burr is so fucking funny, man. Dude, and it's just He was like, sitting here the other night and like just listening to him like just see, the way I could just I could just, I could just listen to him like yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like his take on everything is so fucking funny. It's so I mean, and to hear Dalia too, great really, really funny. So funny. And like I remember I was working with our mutual friend Jordan Rock and we were yes. driving back. We were doing this like crazy short and we were like in Palm Springs shooting it. So we had to drive back like almost two hours back to LA and it was just him, he and I, and, and it was great to sort of wrap out with him. And I was asking him, you know, who are your favorite standups? And he was like, well, you know, my family. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, Tony and Chris Rock. Right. A lot of people don't know who Tony is either. And really Tony's funny guy. Tony. So funny. And blowing up finally. Killing it. And yeah. been around for Ever. as long Forever. as his brother. A as lot long of, as he's Chris. a lot of comedians favorite comedian. Yeah. And then, and then he talked about Chappelle and he was saying how he's like, you know, Chappelle will come in and, and before he sort of had his, I don't even want to call it a comeback before he decided to grace us with his presence Presence, again. Yes. With his greatness. He was sort of this phantom in the comedy clubs where he would show up and like here at the comedy store and do a three hour set and just sit. And Jordan was saying how like he was doing that because he fortifies himself so that he's ready for anything. Yep. There's nothing he can't talk about because people would call shit out to him. He'd comment on the audience, comment about current events, everything. Yep. And he was just formulating how to make everything funny. Mm-hmm. He is my... Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, probably my, Mount my, Rushmore. Two, my two favorite comedians to watch that are still living. And it's actually like a real privilege that I have that I get to see them like on a regular basis. Like it's so cool. Like that. It's so cool. Or to be able to see Chris Rock. Like in New York or LA, you really do get spoiled from a comedy perspective. Every single night there is a hitter lineup. Also too, this Sunday at the Heavy Set uh, Improv. Uh, a Coming at you. It's a great lineup. But this leads into a story that I wanted to talk about because yeah. when... And it's a, it's a new joke that I'm working out because I think it's funny. But, you know, when you're a comedian and you say, oh, I do stand up, the first 95% of the time someone says to you, 
tell me a joke. That's such a jerk and off. It's just comment. like it's really annoying. I don't know what's wrong with people. Which is which is pretty much why I like if people ask me what I do, I'm just like, oh, I self I will just be like, ah, I do a couple things. Like I'm like a right. man of all traits. If you people know? ask me that, I say I'm in digital advertising. Yes, there you and go. And my wife is like, you're a fucking asshole. And I'm like, because if I say I'm an actor, they're gonna be like, oh, what have you done? They're gonna say, oh, oh, tra- oh, tra- oh, come here. Oh, oh, or my, my cousin. They're gonna loves do that. And Josh. Or even worse, they'll go, "What do you, What are you working on right now? What do you have coming out? What's in the What's in the tunnel?" Yeah, and you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Fuck like, off. and then you have to give that long winded answer of like, "Got a couple things." <laughs> yeah, couple things. My agent just just got off a great call. <laughs> yeah, I just had a really promising meeting. I just did Heavy's podcast, so <laughs> it's looking good. <laughs> things are really popping off. Um, I cut you off. No, 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 you didn't. Um, so, so your new bit that so, you're working so, on. So basically, you know, and it's really annoying. So I, I don't like to say it, but I used to be like, oh, I'm a stand to tell me a joke. It's like, you know, anyways. So I was hanging out with this porn star. And, you know, after, I like about, where this is going. after about a minute of hanging out, I just didn't really like, you know, I, I just didn't really know how to act. So I just like, I was just like, are, are you going to like, are you going to blow me? And she was like, no. And I thought to myself, Jeff. You're such a hypocrite. Hold on. <laughs> let's 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 unpack this. For a <laughs> Wait, what's, you just randomly said to like, dude to an dude. adult actress okay, so stop, performer so stop. that does not define so her as stop. a person. Exactly, exactly. Just happens to exactly, be her profession. Exactly. And you said, "Are you going to blow me?" Like honestly, it was the most uncool thing I could have said. Were you drunk? It was midday. No! It was literally <laughs> no. probably like two in the afternoon. <laughs> we like, were at the library. Yeah, exactly. Like, no. And and this, but this is why I'm saying it because it was like, I, I, I that's why I'm saying I'm a hypocrite because it was like when a, when someone says, oh, you're coming tell me a joke like on the spot. Like, and I did that to her because I, okay. And let me preface it with this. Why were you guys together? Exactly. Let me, pre- let me tell the story. Great. Because that was like the short version of the joke, right? Okay. Like, that's just like the joke. But long story short, I was at a buddy's place and there was this girl and they had always been hanging out with porn stars. And there was this girl and she was a porn star. And she was, I guess, into chubby Jewish guys, which is exactly what I was at the time. Who could blame her? And we, I guess, hit it off and exchanged numbers. And I think I gave her like a pizza shirt or something. And then I looked up her work and I was very impressed. Which you have to do. No, 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 no. She was like, she can like swallow a banana and like, she's like hot. Should I just say who it was? Yeah. Brianna Williams. Great. Hold on. Look her up. Don't worry, Or maybe it's Brianna Williams. Brianna Williams. I, like you, am now running (laughs) to my phone (laughs) and doing doing some checks. Okay, some checks and bounce. beautiful, Beautiful girl. And like, when I meet her, She's like wearing the heavy shirt. She's like, I'm like, go, I'm like, go put it on. I'm like, go put on the heavy shirt on. She comes out and she's wearing just the shirt. She's wearing just the shirt and her Great. boots. Oh my God, I have a video of it, which I will actually upload to the podcast. And it's really? her, it's her, I'll, I'll pull it up. But it's her in the shirt. And I'm like, oh my God, turn around. I'm like, I'm like, let them see everything. And I'm like, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, that's basically the video. Mm. And then she used to send me, you know, these provocative videos of her like wearing the pizza shirt and her like fingering herself and stuff. So like she wa- she really wanted to like fuck me, right? Okay. So 
I can that, I can understand you seeing it oh that way. Oh my god! And here's the video. Stop. Here is the video. It's loading right now. I'm going to let Josh be the first viewer. For all you listeners, this is a a. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. All right, turn around. And she's in a shirt, as I said, just the shirt. Wow. Wow. This is like the first time I met her. Wow. So she was attracted to me. And then let me find the other video of her. <laughs> Venture to guess. <laughs> let me find the other video of her pleasuring. Herself. Is there anything that? Oh, no, I don't need to see that <laughs> no, one. No, let me show it. No, no. no. Um... Okay, fine. Oh my God, here it is. Oh, okay. Wait. Can I show? Can you just just to see? Like it's like yeah. I don't, I don't okay, need to sorry. See that one. I was just showing. I was just... Oh, this is the music she was playing. This is the music she was playing. That's just a good song. Oh my God, this is so hot. I got a, anybody got any Luberderm? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in five minutes. Is there anything that goes through your um, primal mind at this <laughs> point where you're like, if it's happened this quickly and someone has sort of gotten rid of all the, um, the, the colloquialisms, let's say, of normal sort of attraction. I just where, did you ever think like, I'm not that special? Yeah, I just, <laughs> like, I just, I, I'm I, probably not the only one who's getting these videos. I just, I, well, no, because she, it was it, in my shirt. So I was like, this is to me. Let me tell you something. I, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if she was she, sending she, it to some guy named to, Troy. And she's sending it to Heavy. Troy's she's not like, oh my God, that's hell, Heavy's clothing line. But this is this why, was not for me. But this is why it was so weak. It was like, she, I think she was like, oh my God, this guy's cool. Like, I want to hang out with him. And then like, I just had watched too much, not her porn, but just porn in general in leading general. up to that point to know how to act around a porn star. Like if I had been like, hey, like, do you want to go like to Jones and like maybe get a salad or do you right. want to like go get ice cream or something? Like, like treating just her been, like, like the human wanna, she is. Do you want to take pizza for a walk? Like if I had just done anything, anything, anything other anything. than chilling, chilling, nice place, mm -hmm, chilling, talking for a minute. Mm. So are you going to blow me? Like, that's literally what I said. It was, I was, it was such a loser moment you might on my have, behalf. You, let's think of some other things <laughs> you could have said that would have had a similar response from her. Um, <laughs> do you, <laughs> do you smell that? I'm pretty sure it's me. <laughs> do you smell that? I'm pretty sure it's my boner. <laughs> I love my ex-girlfriend so much. I chopped her up and she's in my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> like literally like, and I remember after I said it, the vibe was just so killed. And like she, I remember when she left, I was like, well, that's that. And literally that was that. She like unfollowed me on Instagram. No. She followed 69 people. I was one of them and she unfollowed me. She was like, this guy's not cool. That hurts. Sucks. Especially when I saw like on World Star Hip Hop, her like swallowing bananas. I was like, oh, that could have been my dick. <laughs> but I think we should acknowledge also World Star for their incredible curation of content. They were like, all right. My God. We're going to put up uh, something with- Sex? <laughs> something with the Catch Me Outside girl, a guy getting knocked oh, out in Daytona Beach, and this about, girl swallowing a banana. The, I, I, not, I don't want to say any of their names- because I don't really know. I know one of them's Tay or Vicky or something. But oh, I, yeah. These young women. Let's that are, not even talk about yeah. it. It's fucking, it's, it's, it's a alarming. bummer. It's very alarming. It's weird. I mean, I just don't find it particularly interesting. And No, and I see it and I'm like, I, I cringe. I make, I just want to be, 
I, I like with all these people, I just kind of want to. Oh, or the guy that does the limes in his eyes. I'm like, not, and I'm not knocking anybody. I just. You I, know who we should be knocking? And this is such an old man thing to say. They're goddamn parents. Honestly. For sure. Because all these kids need is to be. No, disciplined. Is, they need to know that they are loved. Yes. They need to be. You don't need to do this. They need to be put in like a really fun extracurricular. I'm talking My intramural world, basketball team. Without saying names. Like, I just feel like the what's what the, the actual scary part is, is how many like young kids are like ingesting this content and then like trying to mimic it. And but, that's like what I'm like, that's like, that's why I, I get like, not, not like scared, but just like, fuck, this is bad. Like, I agree. Like, I see, you know, the boot gang shit. And I'm like, I'm going to. What's that? Boot gang. I don't know what it is. It was this, it's this guy. And it's, uh, <laughs> I think his catchphrase is, whole lot of gang shit. Boot gang. Which, that's an awesome catchphrase. <laughs> um, but he's just a, a kook who runs yeah. around and like would steal like, like, shit uh, from he's, stores. He's he a crazy guy? Films when himself, you say kook, you mean crazy. Yeah, is kook a, is, is that a racial term at all? No. Not at all. Okay. Uh, and if it is, then I Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> um, I immediately You mean like cuckoo, like crazy? Like just a yes, crazy exactly. person. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Cuckoo, cuckoo crazy. Yes. Like yes, cuckoo. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, a cuckoo. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, also yes. it's a big thing amongst the surfer community. And there's even a great Instagram page called Kook Slams oh, or wow. Kook of the Day. Okay. Which is basically like just- surfer dudes? It's just like a dude in a, in a wetsuit at the Apple store. And they're like, bro, like, what are you fucking catching waves near your iPod? Like, like Malibu Apple Store. Like. Yeah, like just some douchey or like <laughs> some guy trying to like boogie board in, you know, at Mavericks with 70 foot waves and shit. Oh my God. But, um, okay. Gnarly, but, dude. <laughs> Boonking is just a kook who would go to like Best Buy and get them to like take something expensive out of the glass, you know, encased display and they would run out with it or he'd go into like a bodega or a corner store and trash it and Dude, run out like, and, and then of course and then he got then he got in a lot of trouble that. and then kids started doing it's that just probably. a schmucky thing to do it's just a shitty person like thing to do but then how much of our whole thing is like our parents watching I don't know what they were watching, like watching Tupac and Biggie and being like, this is the destruction of our children's society. Yeah, like this is, you know, it's just a bunch of guys who, you know, promote uh -huh. violence and they and they had no idea of the deeper meaning. And now that, of course, 20 years later, like rap music and hip hop is like part of the lexicon. And it's it's basically like completely revered. Like Jay-Z is one of the the six people that Letterman decided to interview on his Netflix yeah. special. yeah. So I don't know. It's probably both. I'm just scared for... Well, actually, you know what? I think it'll come around eventually, obviously. Like, it's like it, everything reaches a peak of stupidity and right. at a point where it starts to turn like... And I don't know why I just thought of Charlemagne the God, but I, it's just, I just thought of Charlemagne just now because he is someone who preaches like reading right. and like education. He's really smart. Charlemagne? Yeah. He's someone who I like was privileged enough to meet and like build a relationship with really smart and he's extremely intelligent and his just he just does not fucking care yeah he just doesn't care and also too charlemagne came to my no kid hungry event in new york and donated respect posted about it like that guy like 
I just thought about him because he preaches education. He's always writing books and reading books and promoting other friends that write books. And I was just like, yeah. like that's some shit that we all need, you know, because right. I don't even read enough. Personally, I'm not, I'm going to be honest. I do not read enough. How many books do you think you read a year? And it's okay if you say like one. <sighs> one, two. One, two. I probably if, do like three that. or four, five. Well, it depends. No, I, actually, oh, fuck. One and a half. The sad part is for every book that I do read, I've ordered 20 from Amazon and I'm not going to read them. But that's okay because you have them and one day you might. Maybe. Like I'll listen to Joe Rogan or I'll listen to some podcasts and I'll be like, they'll be talking about this book. I'll be like, I need that. And then the immediacy of like my Amazon app opens. Buy it now. <laughs> See you tomorrow, book. Can't wait to start reading you. And then I look at the book when it comes. and I'm like, yeah, book. Smart. And, you know, knowledge. Knowledge in there. Yeah. And then for better or for worse, it's, it's like the shelf. there's a Real Housewives reunion on that I need to watch first. But sometimes I'll read a book that inspires me to read more. Like Anthony Bourdain's right. first book, the one that was Great. yellow and black. I forget what it was called. Kitchen Confidential? Yeah. I think that's what my it was sister, called. my sweetheart sister, bought that for me when I was a um, younger boy. Oh, God younger bless man. her. And I read it, and I remember this was the part that got me. Did you you read it? No, I didn't. I mean, I've, I know about it though. Okay, so there, I just want to spoil one part in the book. Do it, and it, it kind of is my favorite part, but it's just so epic. <laughs> and you know, Anthony Bourdain just gave, gives a rundown about the situation he was in and how he was a chef. He was cooking, and he was cooking at a wedding. And he saw, he went out for a smoke and he saw the head chef banging the bride in the alley. And he was like, it was at that moment that I knew I wanted to be a chef. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this book is incredible. <laughs> right. You're like, I'm this like, is a heavy read. I'm like, I want to be a chef. Yeah. Like, and although it was a horrible act in the sense that like this guy was banging the bride night of her wedding which is horrible poor guy went back in probably gave him a kiss oh god i hope that guy read the book and put two and two together yeah realized it was, it was his like, wedding yeah but no anthony uh, bordeaux was like a sous chef at like so, so you probably not i just pray i know he he doesn't know probably what kind of fucking so, <laughs> so like maybe because i'm so blessed to be in a healthy relationship with someone who i really love and respect uh -huh. what kind of fucking so sociopathy has to be going through your head <laughs> to do that to cheat on your wedding day. On the wedding night. Wedding night at the party. Like this was probably in between Hava Nagila yes. and the fucking yes. cake cutting. Yes. And this woman is just getting, getting plowed, plowed by, the, by head the head chef. chef in an alley. I mean. I'm pretty sure it was an alley. I don't, much, I don't know. Like, much respect that it was the head chef, but nevertheless. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. And uh, so like, and people ask me like, I, I don't know about you, but I, Anthony Bourdain is really cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. Come really on. Cool. Although it's funny, my friend knows like uh, is is really close with a bunch of people in like the cool chef community, mm -hmm. and and he knows Bourdain. Or Who's was, your friend? My buddy is an actor. My buddy James, and um, I want to meet him. And he's no, he's really dope. And and I've asked him sort of about like you know he knows like Dave Chang and Bourdain and all these like cool mm -hmm. chefs. And and I've you know said, are these guys just the coolest? people on earth and he's like no nah, they're like they're normal fo they're food nerds yeah like, literally and it's funny because you sort of find that out about all like any 
most musicians I've ever met or anyone that's really good at something, I find like all the excitement and the the showmanship of it is left at the door. And when you really dig in, it's someone who's like obsessed with, with one thing. Yep. Yeah. And like they geek out on it and still after doing it for years and years and years, it still excites them. Yeah. There's something about it where they're like, I got to go deeper. And I think that to me, that's so cool. Cause like, I can't identify with the professional cool, cool guy, but I can identify with like some nerd who got so deeply into something and all of a sudden struck gold with it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think that I'm not, a, I don't want to call myself a food nerd, but I'm a food lover. Just you a are lover. A connoisseur. Just a, an enjoyer. An enjoyer. Yeah. I do know some things about food. I'm just not a chef. And, right. You know. What do you think about Kanye? Have you talked? Did you talk about it recently I, in the pod? No, I haven't, and I love to talk about it. I think that um, <clears throat> this is what I truly think. I'm ready. I think that Kanye's music is incredible. Some of it, a lot of it. Yeah, I think Kanye's music, like especially like back in the day. Fuck, dude. Yeah, college, like dropout, college dropout, late registration, that, that graduation. College- all, like they all meant a, those albums all meant a lot to me because they were just Same such, here. they were such a significant like brilliant they're, they're they're brilliant and it was such an impactful time in our lives like like that young age and our late teens you know our early twenties like he was such a it became so it was just I could listen to any of those albums and go back to that time right so for that I love like his I love him you know but. Personally, and especially when he's saying the shit that he's saying. Right. Like, I don't give a fuck about what gets Kanye off, what gets him off in bed, what he eats for breakfast, his political views. I couldn't agree with you more. I just don't give a fuck. I couldn't. Well said. I just, I just, can we hug each other? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just like, and that goes, and that goes to like any great artist. Prince was a heroin addict. Sure, he was. I, it has nothing to do with my love for his music. So, right. I just don't understand why society is taking someone like Kanye and proclaiming that he's crazy for saying whatever the hell he wants to say. Right. But I, I just don't. It just doesn't. I don't know why people care. I and that's agree just with you my, more. and that's just like, I don't know why. I, I guess that's the problem with like society is that like that was news. Maybe it was to cover up like some other fucking crazy news that was happening. I don't know if it was calculated because it still very well could be, right? Yeah. Like the joke could be on all of us for being so reactionary towards yeah. it. Yeah. And much in like the Trump of the day or like the Trump uh, tornado that we're all in, mm-hmm. it's like literally a distraction tactic. So yeah. go look at this. But Inevitably, as long as you're looking, I win. Yeah. So like, yeah, you know, exactly. As long as you're going to like care about it or in, or, or say that like it means something, right? you know? And I'm like, to me, like, oh, and, and on the topic of what he's saying, I think what he's saying is whack. Yeah. It's, like, oh, it's completely whack. It's bugged out. Completely bugged out. But that's like, but, I, but here that's we like, are talking about no, it. No, no, no. But like that, that, that's fine. Like a lot of like, like say what, like people will say whatever the fuck they want. It's, it's not my, I just don't, I don't know why I even heard about it. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that society, and this is what the problem is. 
is that, you know, when Kanye made those shoes for Nike, they were cool shoes and they were sought after. And then when he switched over to Adidas, everyone was like, oh, we're going to buy Adidas now. You know, right. everyone was just like, oh, whatever he's, you know what I mean? Like no one didn't matter about the brand that he was with. It mattered about like, we're just going to follow this guy. Right. Whatever trend he's going to do, we're going to do too because he's yes. that talented. But like the Adidas shoes were better looking. They were just doper. Yeah, like yeah, that Nike doper. shit and like, was. And, 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 and you know what? A lot of people, and like, I have nothing against the Yeezys or their how they wear their comfortability or anything, but I just think it was lame that like everyone was like, because everyone was like, oh yeah, Adidas sucks. Nike's the shit. Nike's the shit. Then he switched over to Adidas and everyone was like, oh, Adidas is cool too. Well, yeah. I mean, I think Adidas- Every, is everyone, Everyone's just like, everyone will just, they're just, people are sheep. Right. And the sheep will follow. You well, know? What's, uh, there, what's the two new styles that are, that Adidas is crushing it with? The uh, Boost. Ultra, Ultra Boost. Ultra Boost. And the and, Easy. The easy, but then there's another one where it's like the ultra boost, but it's got like some extra tagging on the soles. It's the MK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something with an M in it. Anyway, like the whatever whoever is designing for them right now is getting it very right. Yes, and so yes, like, yes, yes. They're having a moment, but it's just so interesting to see the way that people. And look, I was the asshole at 19 years old who was like in line outside the Bape store on Green Street in Soho. Fuck yeah. Like spending $300 for shoes that have since been given to the Goodwill. Yeah. Like, because I was like, these patent leather shits are fucking ill. <laughs> and maybe they'll have a comeback in 10 years and I'm the schmuck that gave away 10 pairs. But I just like eventually said, nah, I'm not the one. And like, I see these kids hanging out outside the Supreme store on Fairfax. On Fairfax for hours. And I'm like, yo, good for you guys. But like, damn, I just don't. I don't know if it's age or I'm just not a hype beast in that way or what have you. And I like a well put together outfit, but I've, no, I've never I waited in a line unless I it was can't. for a burger. And that I can get behind. That I can get. That, that I, can I will respect. wait an hour. Yeah, I don't blame you for a second. But yeah. I actually don't wait in line for food. I don't wait in line. Yeah, I don't do it at the club. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to venture to say, here's my douchebag moment of the day, and I think this is a new part of the Sorry, show that you should implement for each episode. Douchebag moment. Yeah, where you just allow yourself 30 seconds yeah, to just, sound like a douche. Yeah, I don't stand in lines. Neither do I. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I'll stand in lines at, at my local Home Goods or TJ Maxx. Yes, you or know, when I'm to waiting to pay out. for goods. Yes. Yeah, that if in that case I am just a a a. a Buyer amongst buyers. FedEx, I'll wait in the line. Sure. I gotta check the package. My local Kinko's, whatever. <laughs> but Kinko's. 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 You heard about Kinko's? He's what? uh, he, no, oh, I'm like no, no, no. thinking it's like the new, like little, little pump, oh, <laughs> like little, some new little rapper. Kinko. Yeah, little Kinko. Little Kinko. I, Yo, I'll be making cheese. Copies of them read <laughs> like that we, cause you know it's little Kinko B. Making three copies of your girl, kissing every one. <laughs> uh, yo, do you need a stamp? Your girl is a tramp. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Let's but, get it. <laughs> but like, Scat. I don't stand in line, I, I, you know, when I, like the few times that I have gone to the club, it's because I know someone who works there. And I, cause I don't want to be at the club in general. I don't want to wait in line for thing for a place that I don't want to be is, at in the first is place. Is there anything more vulnerable than standing outside in like a nightclub, like oh, not like just standing there, like the I, depravity? It's, it's like, like you're just, I, whenever, it's, yeah. 
There's, no, there's nothing. There's nothing okay about it's it. It's heartbreaking. Or when people you see like herds of people standing there for like an hour, and it's like they and then they don't get in, and it's like you just. I'm like these poor. It should be illegal. It's these so poor, wrong. These poor people are standing there for an hour, and they're like closed and was like oh come on and then walks off and it's like i don't get it and then like the bouncers and the security guards and in my experience much like anyone with any sort of form or version of power like if you just respect them maybe i won't say nine out of ten but like seven out of ten times you'll have a good interaction yes because you're dealing with drunk douchebags the yes whole time. that's why they're short-witted then you'll run into like the 30 percent time where you just find someone who's drunk on their own stupid power and like there's no reasoning with them but then you also got to know how to pull the cord soon like if you're talking to a, a crazy person who's drunk on their own power who's getting paid like 18 dollars to stand outside a club and give you a hard time and are they're loving it then you got to be smart enough to be like, you know what? Enjoy. God it. bless. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. It's, honestly, I'm it's not like, going to sit here and argue with you. It's like someone at the airport who's being rude or TSA, like get behind the line or don't or, or take sure. Like, you it's know, like, it's like, okay, it's, my it's guy. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you want your moment to tell me to take my shoes off? Like aggr really aggressively. Like you got me. Oh, dude. One time I was at the airport and the guy goes, take your belt off. I took my belt off and my pants started to snag. He's like, pull your pants up. Like, you just took my, you just took, I was like, Okie doke. I was like, what's next? I'm like, I like turned around. I was like, anything else? I was like, anything else? He was like, just I was like, I was like, is there anything else? Like, I will literally do 20 push-ups right now. Like, what can I do to appease you? And he just like looked at me and was like, do a cartwheel. Yeah. Sing the alphabet. Kiss me. In reverse. Um, actually, though, you know, with the new security things that go around you, like that do the 3D imaging. Yeah, I hate that. That's why he told you to pull your pants up. So aren't you glad? Because it can send off a false positive because it looks like it'll think you have a bunch in your ass. And so, no, my God. And so, another another. he was trying to save you from having to go through it a second time. And had you reacted and been like, no, jerk, don't tell me what to do with my pants. Oh, he would have been like, like, step aside. And he was only in a sort of me. jerky way trying to help you. I know. Okay, so stop. I Good thing you didn't react. I and know. I go through that constantly. I, I know. I went through the TSA, went through the machine, mm -hmm. and the guy goes, oh, you got something uh, in your groin area. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah, I'm like, that fucking python. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> yes, sir, I've got a gigantic <laughs> meat pipe. <laughs> and I'm like, and so <laughs> I've got a skin saxophone in my pants. He, he goes, Well, I am circumcised. God bless. Uh, are you circumcised? Come on. Come on. You know better. Anyways. Than that. Um <laughs> so he goes, Do you have any sensitive areas? Yes. And I'm like, yeah, my dick and my balls. Like, <laughs> right. Like, you know. And then he and then he did the thing, you know, when they do the back of the hand. Right. Back of the hand over the dick. How'd that go? Sorry. Did you try to make eye contact with him the second he went no, over your dick to be like, how no, about no. that? Thing? No, no, no. Like, no, what no. if you like? What if he looked up and just with his eyes went? Well, let's wow. talk. Let's you know what? Wow. Let's let's talk about the dick for a second. Just the 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 organ. Okay. I don't know about you, and I don't know about the listeners, but there's an episode on Seinfeld where you know George goes swimming, comes back, he's getting changed. Shrinkage. A, a girl walks in, sees the sees it. it was I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Now, it's an interesting organ, you know? It changes, it can really change sizes depending on what's going on, yeah. you know? If you're excited, 
if you've drinking a lot of liquid, sometimes it can it can it can be enlarged. Yeah, you know, formidable, formidable, and you know, it's tough sometimes. Because okay, listen, I'm just gonna go out and say it, please. My my douchebag moment, please. Girls have told me that I have a nice dick. Wow! Ring the bell. Bing. Yeah, 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 yeah. My douchebag moment. And I do. And <laughs> and what was, where was I going with this? You weren't. Okay, nowhere. You but, weren't going but, anywhere. But, well, okay. Anyways, um, you have a beautiful. I got a nice dick. What, what we were talking about the dick? Oh yeah. So it can know, take it can, a lot it of forms. Can take, it can take a lot of forms. And you know, obviously, it's in its best form at certain times, right? But you know, just don't. It's 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 it changes. You know, don't, don't judge it. Don't be quick to judge. Well, that's for Don't sure. Don't be quick to judge the dick. That's, that's for sure. That's all. Listen, we're all blessed with different sizes, shapes, and yes, and abilities, right? And you just have to know what you're good at. Yes. And as a man, I found, and at least something that's been revealed to me, and I think other men would would be, you know, smart to take this, take this. What I'm about to say, in you <laughs> must be a courteous and generous lover and think about everyone but yourself. Oh my God, yes. And if she or he or they or we <laughs> or whatever pronoun you want to put in front of this, yeah. if they are having a good time and enjoying themselves, there is such a better chance that you in turn will have a good time. And for me, it's all about the other person because yes. I am so proud to see that I've had any positive effect on any human being on this earth. Yes. Ring the bell. Ring it. And this goes into something else. Did you see the story about how DJ Khaled said he doesn't eat pussy? Yes. Holy fuck. That's so stupid. <laughs> DJ Khaled. You about to lose your soy milk endorsement, DJ. Yeah, dog. And yo, let me just say this too. On that note. Somebody who I work with, their their assistant was telling me, or I walked in one day and they're like, yeah, he doesn't eat pussy. And they're like, Heavy, how do you feel about eating pussy? And I was just like, you know, because when I was younger, I think this is like a thing for younger people. Mm. For younger men, pardon me, that I want to talk about. Mm. Young men think, oh, I'm above having to eat out a girl. Oh, I don't do that. Oh, I'm, I'm too cool for that. Oh, and like, I, let me tell you something. I kind of was like that when I was younger. Like when I was started to get blowjobs, I was like, I'm not going to like eat or, you know what I mean? Like I was like, I'll just let it blow me. Like I'm like, I'm like cool. Like, you know, like when I was 12, like when I was- So misguided. When I was young, exactly. And now let me tell you this. So misguided. Eating pussy is a fucking privilege. I was going to say art, but it's a privilege. An art too, probably. And an art. Yeah. And you don't have to do it, but you should try it if you haven't, <laughs> because it is, there's nothing better. It's almost as good as getting a, like it's all getting someone off is almost as good as getting off. A hundred percent. And people, I think wherever, whenever they're led astray in that department is because they were not generous. They weren't loving they didn't take the time to make sure that the other person was, was totally okay. in a good spot. Yeah. And there's just something 
Because for better or for worse, and I don't mean to overly generalize, mm -hmm. we are easier creatures as guys to pleasure. Yes. Yes. And there is sort of like some extra steps, some more nuance in my experience, which is the only with, thing I can speak to, with, you know, pleasuring. A girl. Yeah. And so when that happens, and when I've attained those levels, it's like... <laughs> I'm it's like beating a really tough boss in Mortal Kombat. Yes. It's like yes. attaining crazy levels in Fortnite. Yes. The satisfaction is just off. You did it. It's, uh, it, yeah. So, you know, I'm. And so why not? And, and so, I think we owe it. I, we owe, we, you owe, we it, owe to it to yourself. our partners. We owe it to our partners and we owe it to our, you owe it to yourself yeah. out there. If this is something that you think. Do yourself a solid. If it's something you think you don't like to do or that you don't want to do or you've never tried it. Listen, eating pussy is cool. It wow. is cool. Wow. And as like as I, like as though I have to fucking say that eating pussy is cool. I think this is a perfect time to announce Heavy's new graphic T line <laughs> called Eating Pussy. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> you can get it at your local Spencer Gifts and also Porn shop, uh, porn stores. Heavy, heavy dot <laughs> org. That's that's five V's, <laughs> fifteen V's. Um, I've had so much fun today. I don't know how long we've been recording, but I think like an hour. Wow, how about that? Well, this was great, dude. Do anytime. we have anything else that we want to speak about <sighs> before we get out of here and maybe go to Langers? I'm down to go get some deli. Okay. Um, thank you. Dear listeners, anyone that's taken the time to listen to this, yes, I, I listen to an absurd amount of podcasts, yeah. and they they make my life dramatically better. Yeah, this is fun. This, this is a good one. I think so. Yeah, I'm proud of this us. This is a good one. Good for us. Good for us. All right, Josh Peck and Heavy signing the fuck out to go to Langer's. Need a number nineteen. Eat pussy, drink kombucha, take care of yourself, and more importantly, I don't even have to say eat pussy. Treat others how you'd like to be treated. God bless you all. God bless all.